initiated. Out of bounds. Welcome to Out of Bounds. We're here with our AFC preview episode. The season is only, I guess, two, like one and a half weeks away. Not even that far. I think it's eight days since the first game. Um, very exciting. The NFL season is almost upon us. Um, in between our NFC preview and this episode, there's actually a little bit of news that we wanted to break down for you guys. Um, so the first thing is, in very, very league-shattering news, uh, Geno Smith has been named the starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, that's one earth-shattering move. Um, and the other is the uh, Vikings have traded for wide receiver Jalen Rager from the Philadelphia Eagles. Your thoughts on these two moves, Kailash? All right, the first move I think is very, very big because I think I, I, think I have the Seahawks winning four games. I think they probably get the six games now, maybe five. But they're still going to miss the playoffs. But a couple more wins, you know, they pushed them away from a good draft pick. I think Geno, Geno Smith's a, uh, a better quarterback than Drew Locke. Um, but for the actual move that matters, I, I think the Vikings getting Jalen Rager is actually a huge, uh, huge move because they they have always had a top five receiver. I mean, not always, but the last couple of years, and a top five running back in the league. And then it, the only problem was always Kirk, right? Similar to like the Browns. They've always had the talent, but never the right quarterback. So um, I think this year, Jalen Rager should be able to be really good. I know it never worked out with him in Philly. But I think with uh, Justin Jefferson getting all the attention and getting double teamed, like every possession, I think Jalen Rager will really be able to uh, open up and make some plays in that offense. And that offense has always been crazy good. And I think they'll have a better year this year without Mike Zimmer. And, uh, I mean, I think they're like a – I wouldn't say a playoff lock, but they're like – I didn't have them making the playoffs originally. But I think uh, they have a really good chance now to at least sneak in there. Maybe even – win the division if like the Packers and Aaron Rodgers can't figure it out this year you know like I think that I think that changes a lot to be honest yeah um no yeah you're right the Vikings like receiver receiving core is like pretty solid um I mean even with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen alone like it's pretty solid um I guess uh yeah I mean I I never really knew how to gauge Jalen Rager I would say um, I think like he's been the victim of a lot of bad quarterback play at the same yeah. time. He's also been a little bit overhyped, I think. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see like how he does, um, with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I mean, I don't know. Kirk Cousins, he, I think we mentioned it in the last podcast, but he's kind of like, he's not in like the elite tier for sure. He's like probably in the tier below that, but like towards the bottom of that tier below that. Like there's times when he looks really good. There's other times where he throws the game, but he does know how to like throw around the ball, right? Like they throw the ball a lot uh, in Minnesota to Justin Jefferson and um, Adam Thielen. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in that with in that in with that receiving core. Um, but anyways, yeah, we can move on to the actual AFC preview episode. Um, so yeah, like let's start with the. Uh, like AFC East. Um, so I don't know with this division, um, it's some teams are largely the same, um, like the Jets. So they finished four and 13 last year. Um, they missed the playoffs. Like they don't have like that many noticeable, like free agent signings that I would like to mention. Um, I guess like a lot of their like big players, like came through the draft. Like they drafted a uh, sauce Gardner early, um, Garrett Wilson, the receiver from Ohio, 
So, like, they're, like, a young team, and they have, like, a lot of, like, draft picks now on offense and defense. Um, it, it That, like, Zach Wilson injury kind of sucks, but I think he'll be back soon. It's not at least, I don't think it's, like, a season-ending one. Um, so, I think, like, pretty much, like, their, like their growth is kind of dependent on, like, what Zach Wilson does when he comes back. But we'll see how the young players play and, like, if the team can take a couple of steps in the right direction. How long is he out for? Um, I'm actually not sure. We should probably look it up in our great podcasting. <laughs> um, no, 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 because I think because remember it was it was supposed to because when it first happened they were saying it might be an ACL and they were saying okay maybe he's like he's out for the year and then they were saying he might come back for week four and then they're saying he might come back for week one. So it hasn't been. Yeah, it's like big. it's like a bone bruise. Uh, it looks like. Yeah. Um, so a bone bruise is definitely I would say like probably like a couple of weeks. Um, this happened like mid July or like early August, right? No, it happened in that like the preseason game. Remember, we, we were right. actually watching this preseason game. Um, right, so early, yeah, early early August then. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they set like a specific timeline, but like yeah, it, it says the initial belief is he'll miss like two to four weeks. Um, so like yeah, he definitely he didn't play the rest of preseason, and like maybe he'll miss like the first couple games of the season. But like, I'd be shocked if he doesn't come back by like week three or four. Um. So I think we'll see, but he avoided like the worst case scenario, which is like being out for the season directly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that the Jets season is pretty much like, okay, like, let's see like what Zach Wilson can do with these players and how, how do their young draft picks perform? I actually thought like, I think before the Zach Wilson injury, I think I, I, I like the moves they added. I just think that uh, I thought they're going to be a better team. I didn't say that. I don't think it would have been like second in the division or but I think they'll be fighting for a third a third place spot with the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are that much better than them as far as talent, as far as pure talent on the field. I think the Jets have always gotten screwed over with injuries. And like like we see right here is a perfect example. Like every year it's always some injury that happens. And I think Mikai Becton is also like out for the year again or something, right? He's like injured every other year. He's like one of the yeah, greatest, true. one of the best O lines in the game. And like this whole I, for them it's just about staying healthy. Like I I I can see a world where like if they're able to stay healthy, they could win like seven, eight games, you know, still miss the playoffs, but like fight for like a third spot in the division, you know, like just show improvements for your young guys. So I think they're a better team than they've been in the last couple of years, just because I think their quarterback is more stable when healthy. You know, it's not always just like a filling quarterback. And I think their piece, the pieces that they're developing is a lot better. So, um, yeah, but again, it's just another year to like, they have to get a good draft pick and then add pieces to help out that offense and defense. And I, I did like Robert Sala last year. So I think this year he's going to add like a lot more to this team, you know, has a year under him. So things should work out better. Yeah. I mean, they had like some pretty nice upset wins last year. Um, yeah. I know like record wise, I, I think they were only four and 13, but like some of the wins they had were like crazy. Like, I think they beat like Tennessee. Um, yeah. Tennessee. I remember was one of their signature wins. Uh, and I, I, I forget, did they beat Cincinnati? They might have, or like they were playing them well. Um, like they were definitely a lot more competitive with, uh, Salah there. Um, so yeah, they're definitely headed in the right direction. Um, yeah, we can move on to the, to the more competitive teams here. Um, so yeah, I guess between, yeah, like uh, now, like the next, so the Jets are probably still going to be fourth in this division. Um, and it's between like the Patriots and the Dolphins for like second and third. Like the Patriots is interesting, right? Um, so like they finished ten and seven. 
Um, I feel like they got off to like an insane start and then kind of had like a slow finish to la- to last year, and then they just got like destroyed by the Bills in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so like their noticeable changes is they don't have J.C. Jackson anymore. He signed with the Chargers. Um, they traded for Devontae Parker, who's a nice receiver that they'll add to the outside. Uh, James White is retired now. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Patriots uh, this year, especially as a Patriots fan? I'm interested. I'm interested to hear. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it was a good start, bad finish. I would say it was like a. Uh, they were like this, like the sandwich. It was like a sandwich season. Like the bread was just like moldy, stale bread, but the inside of the sandwich was just like, uh, whatever your favorite meat is, like uh, chicken, bacon, avocado, ranch in the middle, or some meatball marinara in the middle. But the bread was just really bad. So like they started off like one and three throughout the season. Uh, one and two and two and two and two and three so the season and then they ended off going like one and three to end the season but then the middle part is when they went like seven and oh eight and oh and they had like crazy wins they had a crazy win up in buffalo so like and a lot of that is like uh so they had some injuries towards the end of the season but like uh it was more so that like i don't think bill belichick and i think more so the talent like showed its face. I just think they got lucky with the teams they played last year, like playing the Browns without like a lot of their starters, playing the Bills in that weird condition, playing the Titans without their starters. So they had a lot of games where like they played like teams that weren't at full strength. So like the season looked better than it really was. But I think like the lack of talent really showed at the end of last season. And like to preview this upcoming season, I don't even think they added any talent. You know, they let the like probably a top three cornerback in the league go. Uh, James White, who wasn't really used as much last year, just because he wasn't really like initiating the offense as much with like the pass first uh, to running back offense, and then uh, Devontae Parker isn't that like a game changer, right? So I don't like the talent is just the same. I think you're only banking on the fact that uh, Mac is gonna get better. Like, like, believe me, I'm like a, I'm actually, like, I'm very unbiased with my teams. I could be very honest. So like, I like Mac. I think for me, if I was thinking about it, I think his ceiling would be like a Joe Flacco type career and like his floor. Joe Flacco like, won a Super Bowl though. That's a nice career. But, yeah, but I'm saying as far as like talent and like, like, like this play on the field, you know, just like stay in the pocket and make his throws, but nothing like super significant, like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers type to play. Right. But yeah, I, I, I can see a world where like uh, the pages have good talent and they win a Super Bowl, you know, with Mac Jones. But like, I think Joe Flacco would be his ceiling. And like maybe Drew Locke or no, no, no. I think Drew Locke is like I would say like a Baker Mayfield or something like that would be his floor. So I think I I do have like high praise for him. I think he is that type of player. I was very mad when they drafted him. Like I really wanted Justin Fields, but like I started to like like Mac and I like how like he's he's a really hard worker and like you kind of realize that you kind of need pocket passers. So hopefully they develop him good. But as far as this upcoming season goes, man, I don't like they have such a hard schedule. Like you know, like I don't, I don't see them doing much this year, and like I think the problem is also the AFC just got a lot better uh, than yeah, it was bro, last year. I, I'm trying to figure out who I think is gonna make the playoffs, and bro, bro, it's like 10, 11 teams can make the playoffs this year, and I don't think the Patriots are even one of them. You know, and like uh, it's it's hard for me to see them like winning. Like you're gonna need to win at least ten games, at least double digit wins, just to be a seven seed, right? And looking at the schedule and look at the lack of talent on this team, it's hard for me to see them winning ten games with this team. You know, everyone's like, oh, Bill Belichick, you know, like, find a way to make it happen. But clearly, he didn't make it happen the last couple of years. And the way they, like, like stumbled at, like, at the end of the season last year was kind of embarrassing. So, like, I think this is a year, again, where they develop and, like, like develop back Jones. 
try to pick and choose who's your core going forward. You know, uh, as far as running backs like Damian Harris, and then what receivers you want to like keep forward. And uh, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, they'll be fighting for a third spot in the division. Might not fight it. I think they'll comfortably win it. You know, but I don't. Maybe they'll get a chance to win the second spot, but I don't see them being close to the playoffs at all. Yeah, like it's like tricky though, right? Because I think they have like a pretty good run game. Uh, but the issue is, is like the the receivers and the quarterbacks in the AFC are just like insane. Like if you look at the like the Bills, like the Chiefs, um, like the Chargers, the Bengals, like all these teams just have like insane like offenses. And like if you can't open up the game like throwing the football, I think like that's like those teams are naturally just gonna struggle. Um, and I think like that's like where the Patriots have to prove like if they want to be good like. Mac Jones is going to have to like throw for like, I don't know, like three, 300 yards and like three touchdowns. And like, he'll have to compete with the quarterbacks of the gen of this, uh, of like this generation. Right. Um, it's either that, or like you have like a, like a generational, like running back or run game and you try to like fight them with that. Um, but it, it's interesting. And then across from them, like we haven't talked about the dolphins yet. Um, so they finished nine and eight last year, just missed the playoffs. Um, they st- yeah, they started one and seven and ended on an eight and one run, which is actually insane. Um, and then they added Tyreek Hill to their offense. And with Tyreek Hill and like Jalen Waddle, and uh like they still have Mike Gasecki, even though he's been involved in trade rumors and stuff. So I'm not sure if he'll stay along around, but with just those two receivers, you have a pretty dynamic offense. Uh, Tyreek Hill just adds like an insane element. Um and, and that's just gonna make it it's another team that's in the fold. I mean, I don't think they'll make the playoffs per se, but like they're, they'll be close to it. Like if they already finished nine and eight and they're adding Tyree kill, like you would have to think that's like a little bit closer to the playoffs, but still not quite there. I mean, bro, you know how I feel about the Dolphins. You know how I feel about Tua. Like I've been saying this for years. I am just not a Tua believer. I, I, I do not trust him. Like I don't like him as a quarterback. Every throw he makes, it's like wobbling in the air. It's like it's like playing Madden. My career, and you have like a fifty-five overall QB. It just like wobbles in the air. Hopefully, it gets to the uh, receiver. Like you watch, you look, we watch highlights of Tua, and it's just like a it's like a, like a ball that's just in the air and like it's just like floating in the air and like someone's gonna catch it, but it might not be your receiver. It may the be other team, but it's never like a dot. I've never seen Tua throw a dot. Even in college and then even in uh in like in the NFL. Yeah, he doesn't have like zip on the ball. I think I saw that yeah. on Twitter too. Like they post a couple of throws, he doesn't have zip. And, and and like I think that's like a basic you need something like simple as that just to be like a decent quarterback. Just some strength on the ball. Cause you can't just be lobbing up balls up in the air for anyone to catch, right? So something as simple as that, I don't like he doesn't have that. And as far as everything else, like he's never proven to me to be like a solid QB for like extended periods of time. Granted, he never had a fair chance because he was always like back up and like like the like the fourth quarter clutch man or he plays the first three quarters and then uh, Jacoby Brissett comes in or like Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in like to close the game. It was like the weirdest stuff to start his career. And then last year they had like a shaky start and then they went crazy at the end. But like it wasn't like consistent, you know? So like maybe this year he'll prove me wrong, but like I don't see it in him. I've never seen it in him. I've I've never been a believer in him. So I think that's their only problem. I think once they get a better quarterback, they could be a lot better. But like you said, like the Tyreek Hill move is going to open up a lot of things for that offense. It should be better than last year. They should start off better. But it's so hard for me to see them like making the playoffs in this AFC because, like, again, you have to win at least ten wins. And like, it's hard. Yeah, for me I mean, to see I, them. I think like what you're saying like proves like 
why they won't go far in the playoffs. But like as for making the playoffs, like they still went like eight and one right at the end of last year, um, and like their defense is actually like monstrous and like creating turnovers and stuff like that. Like they play like very very well. Um, so I'm curious to see like how that goes. Um, in, in the Miami. AFC is so tough though, bro. It's like hard. Yeah, it is them. tough. It is tough. Like they'll definitely be at the like the edge, like at the edge of a wild card team. Like a, yeah, like eight, one of the eight, edge. Nine, yeah, eight, I think they'll be one of the edge teams as well. Eight, nine, ten seed, one of those teams. You know, like. Yeah, I agree. They need to play in in football, bro. <laughs> bro, that'd be insane. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, that would be insane. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, yeah, I think... Uh, do you have any other thoughts on the AFC East, or do you want to move on? Did you not forget the best team? Oh, shit, yeah, the Bills. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, yeah, that's yeah, the Bills, I just didn't mention them because I just thought it was assumed everyone knew that they're going to win the division. Um but yeah, they finished eleven and six last year. They won the AFC East. Um, they lost in the second round to the Chiefs. They added Von Miller to their defense, which is a pretty big uh, addition. And I think he also like has like a pretty long term contract, if I'm not wrong. I think it's like four or five years. Um, they added OJ Howard, who was released recently. Uh, Cole Beasley isn't on that team anymore. Instead, they have Jamison Crowder. I think Jamison Crowder honestly slots into that Cole Beasley role pretty well. Um, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's as good as Cole Beasley, but like he'll do some similar stuff. But yeah, I mean, like the Bills, like we know the story with them, right? I think like this year, they're literally like Super Bowl favorites. Like every year, it seems like, yeah, like this is the year the Bills will break through. Um, we just kind of have yet to see them do it, right? Like their team is good. Like there's no question about that. Like Josh Allen is great, but like can they break through to like the Super Bowl? Because at this point, they've proven they can be a good, like they can be a perennial good team in the regular season. They can do well in the playoffs too, but at some point, like you just have to like win, right? You have to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> like that's like the main like monkey on their back. Like they're just like never able to beat the Chiefs. Um, so it, I guess like this year, maybe if the Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill, maybe it makes a difference. Um, but I think like th- this should be like their year. Like they should be thinking like, yeah, this is our year to win. Yeah, like now you're like the last two years they lost to the Chiefs, like in the. Uh... Conference championship and then divisional run back to back years. And like both are like pretty good games. But uh like you said, like you already said, they don't have Tyreek Hill. They're not as scary as they used to be. I think like now, like the way the Bills are like a lock to win division, or like how the Chiefs were like the last couple years, like, oh yeah, Chiefs got the division, Chiefs got the division, Chiefs got the division, you know? So now I think the Bills are like that for the AFC East now. And it's like, okay, like you like kind of believe in them. And like Josh Allen is so good, bro. Like, I like I, he's starting to become one of my favorite players, bro. It's so I like I love watching him play. Like, like he has like it's crazy like how bad he was in his first year. So like he was worse than like Drew Law. He was like one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life in his first year. And then he like be, now he's like a top three quarterback in the league. Like it's crazy the jump he's made. And like now Stefan Diggs is great. Like I think. The only thing they are missing is like a solid run game. Like I, I know Devin Singletary is like whatever, but if they had like like just someone a little bit better, I feel like they'd be like deadly. But uh, yeah, yeah their run, watching them run the ball is kind of a struggle in the playoffs. <laughs> and, and that's what that becomes an issue because then you're relying on Josh Allen so much. He ends up throwing like 40, 50 passes, you know, and like then you be in your office become pretty predictable, you know. And then like defense is like pretty good. It's not like the best every year, but it's like still like top. 10 every year, you know, so if, uh, this year they should win the division. I mean, for sure they're going to win the division as long as everyone stays healthy. Um, like, I see them going pretty, pretty far. 
you know, they don't have that Chiefs thing in their way anymore because, like, okay, yeah, you play the Chiefs, but you're playing a Chiefs team that shouldn't be as good as they once were, you know? Like, I think there are going to be other teams that are going to be in their way, but they are, they don't have to deal with that that dynasty anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I guess me and Kailash both have the Bills winning this division. Um, again, like kind of like last episode, like we'll get more into the like standings and playoff picture later. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on to the AFC North. Um, so th- this is a pretty interesting division too, right? Because the AFC North has like always been like a decent team. Like I'm just gonna go through their records, right? So last year the Bengals they won the division. They finished ten and seven. Um, or yeah, they finished ten and seven. Uh, the Ravens finished eight and nine. The Steelers finished nine and seven. Um, and the Browns finished eight and nine. <laughs> so they're like all like around the same like record, right? Like even though the Bengals like they finished like a hair above and they like actually got all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, it, yeah, like it, these teams will be interesting. I mean, the Bengals like we know the story with them. Like they they weren't able to protect like Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. Like he there wasn't that much like he he needs like more linemen um and i'm pretty sure in their draft and like their free agency like they like revamp their offensive line so like now it's just like a matter of seeing like did that revamp work um and will joe burrow like have the protection that he needs but the bengals is like a dangerous team um i, I mean at this point like i think they have to be considered like the divisional favorites like with joe burrow getting better all their weapons coming back like their defense, like their team, just having that experience of having made it to the Super Bowl, I think they'll be pretty good and they'll be hungry this year. There's just something fluky about that run last year. I don't know. It was just kind of like you think so. Yeah, they going going. I know they went from four wins to like making the Super Bowl. I know they have like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow actually played a whole season and he got a lot better and he had like a top two receiver already in the league. You know, but like I don't know. It's just something that like like they shouldn't have won that Chiefs game. You know. They shouldn't have won that Titans game. But a lot of things just happened in the end where it's just like dumb coaching by the Titans, dumb plays by the Chiefs at the end of the game. You're like, all right. And then the Bengals just capitalized, right? And it almost happened in the Super Bowl. Like, there's a couple plays that Sean McRae is like, yeah, no, they, they were really close to winning the Super Bowl, too. Though, yeah, like, I, it's a lot of luck. I don't, I'm not saying they're not, they're not, not a bad, like, they're not like a bad team. I just think last year was like a lot more luck and like them having the talent to be, to like, be that good, you know? Um, so I I think I do think they take a step back as far as like playoffs go, but I think the regular season should still be like pretty good for them. You know, they should still win the division. I'm like pretty confident in that. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm pretty confident. I feel like the only their only competition is really the Ravens because like the Browns are not gonna have Deshaun for most of the year. So really just the Ravens. So I think they should win the division comfortably, but I don't know if they're gonna get back to the Super Bowl like that. But I think they're gonna have a good future for them though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the way that it's set up is, like, the, in the AFC, like, I don't think there's one team that's, like, head and shoulders, like, more stacked than the rest of them. Like, I think when we did the NFC, like, uh, preview podcast, like, we're just sitting there and we're looking and we're like, okay, like, the Rams and the Bucks are just better, like, like on a different tier than the rest of these teams. But, like, I don't know, like, if I go through, like, all, like, the AFC division winners, I, w- I think I would put them all in, like, the same tier. If that makes sense. Like, I don't think any of the AFC division winners, like the one through four seeds, would be on like a higher tier than the other teams. I, I don't know how you think about this, but like low-key, I feel like even like whatever team makes the Super Bowl from the AFC this year, I feel like even that'll be fluky. And the reason is is because I don't think like the talent level is like there's not that huge of a talent 
difference um, amongst the teams in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think we kind of saw that last year with like maybe the Chiefs before like had the most talent with like Tyreek Hill on their team. But if they don't have Tyreek, like, okay, like the Bills are probably, I think, like, I guess, like, I think me and you both have like the Bills as like finishing as the one seed. And even then, like, the Bills, like, okay, they have Josh Allen who's like going to carry that load. Like, who do they have? Like, it's just, like, Stefan Diggs on offense um, and, like, the rest of the pieces. Like, Josh Allen just makes work, right? Um, I mean, I'm probably, like, discrediting some of their receivers, but I don't think it's all that much talent. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm complaining about luck in a in a dumb way because it is a one-game playoff, right? So, like, you kind of you need luck to win those games, right? We're not talking about, like, the NBA. Where yeah, it's, exactly. But seven games and the best team always wins. So, of course, like, yeah, maybe in that sense it's not, like, fluky. Like, you need luck to win those games. Like, like the Bills were on the wrong side of luck with the Chiefs uh, and, like, the overtime rules and everything, right? And the Chiefs are getting, like, down the field in, like, 17 seconds. So, like, it happens. Like, it happens in games like that. But, like, um... It's just weird that they go from four wins to, like, that far of a stretch. Like, I feel like you kind of need incremental growths, right? Like, usually teams that have, like, this big jump kind of take, like, a hangover year the next year, and then they collect themselves a year after. Yeah, right? well, that, Super Bowl hangover is always a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Like, it's not even supposed to be Super Bowl. Just, like, bro, you can't go from, like, four wins to, like, literally being, like, minutes away from winning a championship with almost the same roster, just, like, more healthy, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just complaining for no reason. I think they should still be a very solid team this year. And, like, like anything can happen in the playoffs, right? You get a couple plays go your way and you win that game, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And then, like, let's talk about the, like, so the other teams. Um, So, I think, like, the Bengals, I would, like, put, I would say as my division winner. Um, Okay, the Ravens, like, I would put them, like, second probably gonna be like a wild card team or at least in the running for a wild card they finished last year eight and nine they missed the playoffs they didn't have lamar uh for he was he had a lot of injuries last season um and they traded away hollywood brown um and so i i don't know i guess like their team is a bit strange like what i don't understand is uh like i guess there's like some issues with lamar's contract um which like seems kind of weird like there's like weird it's just like weird stuff going on like people on twitter are saying like oh lamar why didn't you sign it and like lamar is responding to tweets about that um and like i don't know like this team is like i I feel like the way that it's built is like a good regular season team i just like don't really know like if they're built to win in the playoffs um i I think like lamar can win them like a game or two in like at least one game in the playoffs but making it all the way to like the Super Bowl with their team as constructed just like does not make sense. Like I don't know. I feel like the like the throwing. Game, it's not like I don't think Lamar can throw. I think he can throw. But like their passing game is just weird in my opinion. Like it just doesn't feel like normal or natural. And like maybe it's because the like lack of skill at receiver. I don't know exactly what it is, but I just like don't really have faith in them like making a strong run. Like just I would say just like a wild card team. Sounds right to me. Yeah, I mean, they also had an insane amount of injuries last year, right? So, like, we're banking on them to be healthier this year. But, like, yeah, he's throwing to Rashad Bateman as his best receiver. Devin Duvernay. You know, like, 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 and Hollywood Brown is better than these guys, and that was his best receiver. So, he's never had, like, actual good receiver depth, right? You know, like, you can even argue, I think the Patriots have a better receiving core than the Ravens. That's how bad the Ravens' receiving core is. So, like, it's, like, never Lamar's fault. 
Like he has the ability to make plays. He just doesn't have people to throw it to. Right. So um I think that this franchise has to figure it out. They like they have to re-sign Lamar, give him his contract, give him his money, and at the same time get him some help. Because then it's gonna be like another Aaron Rodgers situation where like he's complains this whole time about never getting help, you know, even though he had the best receiver in the league forever. But like uh <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but we all know in football you you need more than one guy. You can't have like the best player at each spot and that be enough, you know. You need like a couple. Yeah, you need a good spot. team. You need a good yeah. team. Like football is like football and baseball. I think on the two sports where you need teams and like stars don't matter that much unless you're the quarterback. But I think over, at every other position, I think like stars don't matter much at all. So uh, I mean, I think the quarterback can carry you to like regular season wins, but to win in the playoffs, like undoubtedly, you need a good team. Like the quarterback is by himself is not good enough to just win in the playoffs. I would think we were just speaking about like just luck, also just pure luck in one game situations, right? Like it's also a thing, right? Like the Ravens, like the year they made the playoffs, like before last year. They got a, like a lucky close win over the Titans. I wouldn't say lucky, but it's a close win over the Titans, right? And then like they got screwed over in the Bills game the, the the next week. So I'm saying like that's why the NFL playoffs are so fun because like it's usually very close games and very flu flu blowouts. And it's always like a it's coming down to the wire and like just if like a team can hold on or not. So I mean, yeah, I agree. Like the Ravens could very well just be the Bengals of next year and just get lucky at win after win after win and get to the Super Bowl, right? But like they don't have a Jamar Chase, you know. They don't have, uh, uh as a as a good of a throwing quarterback as Joe Burrow was, you know. So I like Lamar. Like he's good. I like him. But I I don't. I think he needs help. I don't. Uh, they're like a fringe playoff team. Like they should make the playoffs if healthy, but they're probably like a first round loss, to be honest, you know. And like they have a chance of even not making the playoffs, especially like the division's pretty tough. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see like how it plays out. Um, I would still p- probably predict them to be a wild card. And then on for the other two teams in the AFC North, uh, the Steelers and the Browns, in my opinion, I think these are the two teams that are probably going to regress like a decent amount, um, like at least for this season, right? So the, the Steelers, they finished 9-7. and seven. Um, So Big Ben <laughs> retired. They lost like Juju Smith Schuster. Um, like uh, their quarterbacks are now between like Kenny Pickett and who is like I think Mason Rudolph still right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's between those guys for starting quarterback. Um, and, and that's just like a huge like drop off. Like I feel like even though like they've always been like pretty good for like a while, at least in the regular season, and they always just lose in the playoffs. I think like this is the first season where like they're probably looking at like a six or seven wins, I would say, just because like their division is competitive, the AFC is competitive. And like, I don't know, like two quarterbacks that are the caliber of like Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph can only take you so far. Um, And then with the Browns, like they finished eight and nine. They traded away Baker Mayfield. They added Deshaun Watson. They added Amari Cooper. But the problem is Deshaun Watson is missing 11 games of the season, right? So... I don't really see how they can make the playoffs with their best quarterback. They're going to have like Jacoby Brissett, I think, starting for those 11 games. And Jacoby Brissett is like the definition of average. Like he's a really good, he's like a above average backup, I would say. But as starting quarterback, like he's very average. I don't think he'll lead them to like some insane record. Um, I would probably say like they're also in like that seven to eight win range. Um, I think like Jacoby will get them like five and then probably like Deshaun Watson when he comes back. 
can get them like three wins <laughs> for like the last like six games of the season or something. Um, but yeah, I think it, it like in this division, I just think these two teams they're gonna regress a decent amount. Uh, I I don't think it's. It's not even set to be 11 games, right? It might even be more for Deshaun. I'm pretty sure it's 11, but I'm I'm not sure. I I think it's set at 11 for right now. Yeah, so after sure. like, at week 12, they could be like, oh yeah, don't think this is enough. Let's just spend the rest of the year type stuff. Nah, like, nah, I don't think I don't think they can do that, but I'm not sure. <laughs> or like, let's say the Browns are after 11 weeks, they're like what three and eight, four and 11, four and seven. What's the point of even bringing it back at that point? You know. Like five games out of a wild card spot or something like that. Like, what's the point of that at that point? Yeah, so. I don't know. Maybe they just like want to see how he looks like in their offense. I, I, that's a good question. But their I don't last know. six games are uh, at Texans. Oh, so he that's his first game back, right? Uh, at Bengals, at Ravens, hosting Saints, at Commanders, at Steelers. So you're playing a division team, each each division team at least once, right? And then you have like Commanders, Saints, Texans. Which should probably be like you should probably go two and one, maybe three and all in those games. So it's still up to the divisional games at the end of the day. So if you're expecting Deshaun to come back, then you need to at least be at like eight, nine wins at that point. You know, seven, eight, nine wins at that point to have a chance. I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then as far as the Steelers go, like yeah, they, they Big Ben was the last hurrah. They shouldn't even been the playoffs in the first place. That was just ridiculous. That that game at the end of the season last year. But they made the playoffs, and then now it, it was it was time for them to start over. It's just been a team where like they've always just choked every year in the playoffs, every single year. Like that Jags lost a couple of years ago. They always just like have like never been good in the playoffs ever since like uh, Big Ben got a Super Bowl ring. So I, it's it was time to like restart. You know, um, I, I like the receiving core. They have like people who can pop off every week or so. I think Deontay Johnson is still like the number one receiver on that team. I I like what I see in Kenny Pickett. Like he's not, uh, he's not, not like the greatest. He's not the worst, but I like like how he plays and how he moves. So like they should be like a good team. And that that franchise has always been a franchise that's always been like, you know, like get the work done, grind. You know, they've always yeah. Always I think Mike Tomlin just gets a lot out of their team always. Yeah, I think was it? I think was it the stat that he finishes at least eight wins every year, no matter what. He always finishes at least five hundred. I know it's different. Yeah, now I think that's just, true. I know it's different now because it's 17 games or whatever. This might be the first year where he doesn't. But, again, every single year he's done it. So, he always finds a way. So, like, I wouldn't doubt that he finds a way this year to at least get even eight wins, you know. So, like, um, but they're not – they're just another – this is another team that should, like, fight for a lottery pick, get some uh, receiver – I mean, get some talent around. They have good talent, though. Like I said, receiving core is good. Najee Harris is pretty solid. Kenny Pickett isn't that bad. Their defense is always going to be scary good. You know, you have TJ Watt, obviously, back there. Mika Fitzpatrick back there. So, like, you're going to be, like – always getting competitive competitive in games all the time. It's just about developing your players. And as far as the Browns go, like, yeah, like, when you make that trade in March, like, before any suspension news, you're like, all right, yeah, like, we're a lock. We're going to make the playoffs. We're going to, like, compete with the Bengals this year, you know. And as the summer goes on, you're like, oh, yeah, he has to get his punishment for what he did, you know, off the field. And, like, we spoke about Deshaun and all that stuff before. Like, it doesn't matter what you think. Like, he should be suspended for what he did. But, uh, like, who knows? There might even be more after this. Like, he might not even play this whole season at all. He's already, he's already been out a whole season. And that's out of his just own own doing and the Texans just choosing not to. So, now coming into this year, he hasn't played in about a year and a half, right? So, and then he won't play until week, uh, uh, week 12 this year. So, like, 
uh, like you said, they're probably going to need to win at least seven, eight, nine games, at least eight or nine games to at least have a chance for when Deshaun comes back at the end of the season to make the playoffs. But I, I yeah, just think, I think this... like that's why I think that's why you have to play him. Like even if they're like out of the playoff picture, because like then you'll have gone like almost like three years without have, having him seen play like one game. Yeah. So like I, I think you just have to play him. Like if he's eligible to play from like a team perspective, like it just makes yeah. sense to me. And that's true. But bro, there's always like risk of injury. Like you saw what happened to Zach Wilson in a preseason game. You know, like, I'm always at least against that of uh, just like risking it because then like what if he tears his ACL, he's out for next season too. You know, so like I don't know, it kind of depends on the situation. Like I'm feeling like if you, if you're at three, four wins at that point of the season, like I would just shut him down. You know, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're you're right. They should they should also get a chance to at least get in the field and like see how he looks with those players and everything. Like, and they've made like pretty good moves. They obviously have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield, uh, like the defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett, and then like they added Am- Amari Cooper to like a pretty decent receiving core. So um, like Amari Cooper is probably the number one guy out out there, and Deshaun's like. When he's played, he's really, really good. He's a top eight quarterback in the league, you know. So I, I, it's it's gonna be next year for the Browns. It's gonna be a twenty twenty three year for the Browns. I don't see them doing much this year. Like you said, Jacoby Brissett, he's not moving the needle for me at all. Yeah, like I think next year they can definitely be like an easy like wild card team if Deshaun like plays the whole year and is actually like similar to like his level before. And like you have Amari Cooper now. In your receiving uh, group, so they could even win the division. I think they'll definitely be more of a threat. They win the division, I think. Like, because I think I like the Browns. Yeah, defense low key. A, I like the Browns' defense a lot better than the, than Bengals. You know. Oh. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting division. Like, there's so many good teams in the AFC. So many good teams. Um, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts on the AFC North, or do you want to move on? No, I mean, I think it should be the Bengals to lock up. I don't see any other team. Maybe the Ravens. Yeah, have I, and this kick. year, at least, yeah, this year, I agree with that. I, they should, it should be the Bengals. But but they, like like we also said, there's all three of these teams, or at least the Ravens and the Steelers are teams that are like always play above than what they have. You know, the yeah. Ravens still played really good with all the injuries last year, and the Steelers always get eight wins every year. So like, it's still going to be competitive. It's not going to be the the Bengals are not going to run away with this division. You know, they're still they're still going to come out the last couple of weeks. I think. Yeah, I mean, I if the Bengals like don't win, then it's kind of, like it just proves your like I I think your it would make your statement seem like a lot more believable that like last year was kind of like fluky. If they don't win this year, then it's just like it's like there's like a little bit you're like wondering where the growth is. Uh, yeah, it would be like I mean, a step it, back if they don't at least win the division. It's such a high though. It's such a high from going to from from four wins to going to the Super Bowl. You know, like you have to come down to earth eventually. That's what I'm trying to say. And they have the third hardest schedule going into the season. You know. So it's going to be pretty tough for them this Damn, season. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see what they're made of. Um but yeah, okay. So moving on to the AFC South. Um kind of like a boring division here, honestly. Um like the that we'll just start with the two teams at the bottom, right? So the Jaguars and the Texans, I think last year they finished the Jaguars finished 3 and 14 and the Texans finished 4 and 13. I think this year they'll both both the teams will probably be around the same win totals, maybe like one or two higher for like the Jaguars at least. I don't really see how the Texans are that much better. Um, but yeah, I mean for for the Jaguars, like the only thing worth mentioning, okay, they have like the first overall pick in Trayvon Walker. Um, on offense, they added Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Laquan Treadwell, Marvin Jones Jr. Um, and they have Trevor Lawrence entering year two. 
So, I mean, like, for them, like, it's not about wins and losses, right? Like, you just, like, look at Trevor Lawrence and see, like, how he's doing. And, like, if he's doing well and, like, he could lead you to, like, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe, like, two or three more wins. Like, if you're, like, five, um, if you finish with five or six wins, I think you have to be really happy about, like, where you are um, if, if you're a Jaguars fan. <laughs> how do you feel about uh, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I mean, I think like last year, like he was pretty underwhelming. But at the same time, I don't really know how to judge him. Because I feel like the Jaguars like gave him like the Jaguars like have never, ever put him in a position to succeed. But there's been times when like he's like actually like looked like really good and made like really nice throws. Like he's shown flashes, right? But like he hasn't been able to like carry them. But like this year, like he has like a decent like. I don't know. His receivers aren't like they're not elite, but they're not terrible. Like Christian Kirk is like an is like a pretty good like second or third receiver to have. Same thing with Marvin Jones. Um, and then like they'll be getting Travis Etienne back. They'll have like James Robinson still. Uh, Evan Ingram is there now. Like these like he has like more like weapons to the point where if he's good, then like the offense should be good. Like I, I don't think it's like these are just like scrubs that they're like rolling out. You know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about him. I mean, it's not fair to judge him off of just last year. I, I just didn't. I mean, because like, like you said, like they didn't give him anything. It's the Jaguars. Plus that whole Urban Meyer scandal and how he treated the players. And that was all like a like a, like a huge mess with everything, right? So, yeah, it's such a huge distraction. I mean, but bro, he was like, people were always saying he's the best quarterback to come out of college since Andrew Luck, right? Like, he looked insanely good in college, right? And I feel like Andrew Luck was able to do it right away and i know he's in a lot better franchise and trevor lawrence got drafted a worse franchise but i mean yeah like you said there are like some some points you're like damn this guy's really really good but there's a lot of times you're like damn this guy is not that good at all so it's kind of confusing yeah. at times you know so i mean it sucks for all like these like jaguars like jets and giants like like it's like some like franchises i feel like just like it's like hard to like break the culture of losing when you've been stuck in it for a while I think that's like the best way to describe it. Yeah, because like we said before, football is a lot more than just one guy. Because it's hard to break that because you need to do like years and years and years of team building. And also those guys you picked up in the beginning of your rebuild, you need to hope they're, they're still there four or five years down the line. You know, so you're always kind of catching up, catching up, catching up. So it's hard, you know. It, it really is hard to be like a fan of one of these teams. Um, But... I'm surprised you didn't mention your uh, favorite uh, off-season acquisition. How it changed the off-season. What? Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah, Christian Kirk, yeah. No, I did mention it. I just didn't emphasize it as much as I did in that one off-season podcast. Um, yeah, but Christian Kirk, man, he's going to stretch the field. Him and uh, Marvin Jones down in Jacksonville. Nah, it, uh, he, but... he really changed the fucking uh, free agency, bro. It was insane. Yeah. You're... This gave him NBA money. Um, but okay, we can't spend that much time on the Jaguars, sorry to say. <laughs> um yeah, the Texans is like kind of like in a similar boat. Um so they traded away Deshaun Watson, like they got a ton of assets for him. Um it's actually insane. Like they got like three uh three first round picks. That's crazy. Um and, and then so like they drafted Derek Stingley third overall. Um He'll be, like, a big part of their defense. And, like, for them, the question is about, like, quarterback, right? So now Davis Mills, he's going to get his chance to play. 
Um, we'll see if he's anything, but my prediction is like they'll be probably like one of the worst teams in the league. And like ne- in next year's draft, like when the quarterbacks are much, much better, I feel like they'll be one of the teams that's projected to take like the first or second quarterback available in next year's draft. And then like only after that, like, is it really fair to evaluate them? Because right now they're just stuck in like some weird in-between phase of not having a quarterback after the whole Deshaun Watson scandal and just like trying to figure out where to go from here. Excuse me. You don't believe in my guy, Davis Mills? Are you kidding me? You're nah, kidding bro. Me? <laughs> I mean, I remember like uh, uh, last year, I made a bold prediction saying the Texans would win more games than the Jaguars. No one believed me. And I got it right by one win. I was like, so I was happy about that. But like, that's hilarious. And, and there's also like another thing I found with, um, I mean, you probably heard this, but the whole Tyrod Taylor thing, how he was on the Bills, starting quarterback, and then the backup became ta- like the like the guy who took over and Josh Allen. And the same thing with the Browns, and then Baker took over, and then with the Chargers, Justin Herbert took over after he got injured. And then like now with the Texans last year, once he got injured, like Davis Mills got a chance to play. So, I mean, if you're comparing, is Davis Mills going to be Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, or is he going to be a Baker Mayfield? Or is he just going to be, like, a nobody? So, uh, who knows? But, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, probably right. They're probably He's probably, like, not even that great. And, you know, you, like, lost everyone. And it's like you have uh, – is uh, – what's his name? Brandon Cooks is still there, and that's, like, your best player at every position. Yeah, he's team. still there. Yeah, so, yeah, he, actually, he's your best player in every position at that team, and that's it. So, he's just collecting his bag. And this is just going to be another year where they like start, um, where they probably win a couple games and then get a lottery pick and then use those first round picks. But like you said, this is a steal, bro. This is like a three first round picks, a third round pick next year. Then, yeah, like, so many ass. Yeah, so like if they make the right moves and the right make the right picks, like they can definitely turn it around pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, so then, like, okay, so now we move on to, like, the better teams in the division, right? The the Titans, they finished 12-5. and They're, like, the one seed last year. Um, they lost to the Bengals, I think, in the playoffs um, after the first round bye. Um, so, they tra- like, their main thing about the offseason is they traded away A.J. Brown to the Eagles, um, which definitely leads to some questions at wide receiver. Like, they obviously didn't bring Julio Jones back, even though he was kind of average for them. Um, they have they have Robert Woods. Um, they signed Austin Hooper and they drafted Traylon Burks, uh, like the wide receiver. So, like I guess they're like kind of in a weird spot as well as a franchise because like I don't know. I think Ryan Tannehill was like dependable up until this point, but he was like really bad in in that playoff game with the Bengals. Like he was doing like some Carson Wentz type <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was just throwing the ball away and just like being like very inaccurate, and like now like the question is actually there like is he good enough? Um, and you took away like his main receiving threat weapon. Like there were so many plays out of Titans highlights in the past couple years where I'm like, is Ryan Tannehill even good? He's just like bombing, like throwing like bombs to like AJ Brown and like hoping for the best. Um, and now he doesn't have that presence, right? They don't have that home run hitter. Like, Robert Woods is pretty good, but he's not, like, the closer that A.J. Brown is. Like, the threat of A.J. Brown is that whenever he catches the ball, he could score. Um, and they don't have that threat anymore. So, like, I think their offense is, like, just pretty much just predicated on Derrick Henry. And, like, now, like, everyone will just, like, load the box to stop him. And then, like, we'll see. I, I mean, I think the Titans, like, Mike Vrabel is a really, really good coach. 
So I don't think like they're not going to be bad. I think they'll be like one of the wild card edge teams, but it'll be interesting to see like how they cope with the loss of AJ Brown and what they look like. But I think their Super Bowl chances kind of went down the drain with trading away AJ Brown. I would say Derrick Henry's going to get pummeled this season. Like he's an absolutely pummeled this season. Yeah. Right? Like it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, even with Robert Woods, he tore his ACL last year, so he's like he's not even like set to be ready for Week One. Like he's hoping to be ready for week one, but it's still he's a player coming off of ACL tear, and that's your best receiver. And he's never been like that AJ Brown type of uh, receiver. He's always been like those wrap around, like those Debo Smith type players who like kind of do everything on the field. He's not like your go to like I'm gonna catch the ball kind of receiver, right? So he's he, so with Tannehill not even having that, and like your best guy is Traylon Burks, Nikhil uh, Westbrook, Akini. Like those are your best receivers, and then Austin Hooper, right? So, I don't know. I've never liked Ryan Tannehill. I know for sure you never like like Ryan Tannehill. Like, he's never been uh, that good in my eyes. Um, I think A.J. Brown saved him a lot. I think Derrick Henry especially saved him a lot. Just having to just put in the workload on him and covering up Tannehill and not making him throw the ball as much. But, yeah, they're probably just a fringe playoff team. Like, they probably won't make it just at the edge because, like you said, Rabel's a really good coach. So find a way to make it happen. But this roster doesn't have what it needs to make uh, a playoff run at all. You know, they, they've they, even like, like last year, like losing John o. Smith. I know he wasn't that good in the Patriots, but like, that was like a huge loss for them on like on, as a tight end spot. You know, like they really need John o. Smith just with his blocking and just uh, just like his running ability. So I don't know. I, I think this might be Tannehill's last uh, year quarterback for the Titans, and they might have to start looking forward to next year. Yeah, well, they have Malik Willis, right, on the roster. So that that's, like, an interesting point. Like, that's yeah. kind of why I brought up the Tannehill thing. Like, Malik Willis played good in the preseason. I mean, I don't think, like... See, the thing is, preseason, you always have to take a grain of salt because, like, no no defense is, like, scheming to, like, stop the offenses. Like, they're just kind of playing, like, their base defense. And the offense is just running, like, vanilla plays. Um, so, like, no one is, like, going out there, like, setting defenses to stop Malik Willis. So in the regular season, it'll look different. Like, at the same time, like, if Ryan Tannehill is really struggling and you just drafted a quarterback, like, I don't, like, why would you not give him a shot? Like, before, like, there's no point of giving any backup a shot on their team. But, like, now that you have, like, a young quarterback that you drafted, like, that he, like, looked good in the preseason, I think, like, if there's times when Ryan Tannehill is struggling, you'll instantly think about Malik Willis. But it'll be interesting to see, like, what this next era of the Titans is because I feel like the Derrick Henry, like, just run it, like, 40 times a game and, like, give him, like, so many carries and, like, try to win that way. Like, I think it's in its last, like, year or two. Like, I I don't think it's that sustainable for that long. Because, like, he's had, like, an insane workload, and he's already, like, gotten his injury, like, last year. Like, I, I just don't see, like... It's not, like, a sustainable model for success over, like, the course of, like, you know, like, five or six more years, in my opinion. And and, and they've always been, like, pretty good. They finished, like, 12-5, and 11-5 the year before, like, 9-7, and seven, like, four straight years. So they've always been, like, a pretty solid team. I know, like, back in the day when they had the Chris Johnson era and everything. So, like, they've always had, like, a team that competes for the most part, especially the last couple of years. But uh, this might be the last year they stay competitive. Like, they might have to bring up Malik Willis, see how he does. And I don't know, like, this Derrick Henry offense, like, you're going to run this guy to the ground, bro. Like, you already saw how the injuries stacked up on him last year. You know it, you know, and somehow they got the one seed, but um, like he might, you know, have to start looking elsewhere and ask for a trade or something. I know this hasn't happened in football, but he's kind of wasting his career on the Titans, to be honest. Yeah, like they're just a weird. It's just like built too like destructive to him. 
Um, he's too good. Yeah, I mean, to the, waste the, his they're an interesting here, team. He's too good to waste <laughs> his career here, bro. Like he has a couple years left at this level. You know, especially because yeah, him requesting a trade would be crazy. I just could not imagine that. And it doesn't happen in football. You know, he's probably locked. Yeah, up it doesn't while. happen. It's, but it's just shameful. I think that should be more of a thing where, like, if you're in a situation like this, bro, you're so good. You're like probably the, you're the best running back in the league, right? So, like, and you're just wasting your talent on like a team that's going nowhere for the next couple of years. And at that, at your position, you don't have that much time left. You have a couple of years at this level, you know, especially at running back, you know. It's not, it's not like you're, you're a receiver where you can last a, like a couple of years longer up into your mid thirties. He's probably has two, three more years left at this level. So I wish I wish players did that more often in the NFL. To be honest, damn, yeah, I, I'm okay with not having that. Uh, it's just like too similar to the NBA and just leads to trauma. Players yeah, yeah. asking for a trade, but don't you feel um, bad for guys like this though? I guess, but I don't know. That's just how it is in the NFL, so I'm like okay with it. He signed with a four-year contract in 2020, so he has two more years left at least. Then he's going to be 30 by the time he's done, and he's probably not going to be the same level at all at that point. Yeah, you know? no way he's the same after that. I'd be shocked if he is. That'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, the last team in the division, the Indianapolis Colts, they finished last year 9-8. and eight. Um, So, like, their main moves, they traded away Carson Wentz, got Matt Ryan from the Falcons. Um... They traded for Yannick Ngakwe. They signed Stefan Gilmore. They signed Nick Foles. Um, yeah, I mean, I they, like this is the year. Like they haven't won the division. I think like you're the one that sent me the message that they haven't won the division since 2014. Um, and I would say like to be fair, like in the past couple of years, like the Titans, like they were low key just like the better team. So like it wasn't like shocking that they didn't win the division. Like, the Titans were just, like, overall a better team than the Colts, like, most of those years, I would say. Um, but now, like, there's no excuse for that anymore. Like, now, I think it's, like, utterly inexcusable to, like, lose the division after, like, the Titans don't have A.J. Brown. And, like, they're clearly, like, weaker than they are from last year. Um, especially, like, for the Colts. Like, just being a Colts fan, like, I've seen so many games. Like, I've literally told you, like, and I think it's hard to explain unless you're a Colts fan. But, like, A.J. Brown is, like, more scary than Derrick Henry to you. Because, like, the way that the Colts work is, like, their run defense is always really good. Like, they always, like, play discipline and run defense. Like, Derrick Henry gets his yards, but he normally doesn't go, like, absolutely crazy and, like, dominate the game. But it's actually always A.J. Brown who kills us. Because, like, they'll run, like, some play action and then, like, he'll catch a slant and just, like, take it for a touchdown. And, like, it's just, like, a huge gut punch. <laughs> So, like, I think, like, the Colts are probably, like, the ones that threw, like, the biggest party when the Titans traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles. Um, and, like, th their defense is stacked now. Like, th their defense was pretty good last year. Like, they force an insane amount of turnovers. You add, like, a shutdown corner like Stephon Gilmore, who has been injured. But I, I think, like, from what I've seen in him of him in the preseason, like, he looks, like, ready to be, like, a huge, like, a top 10 corner in the league again. You have, like, Yannick Ngakwe, who's a pass rusher who can get, like, 8 to 10 sacks per year. The Colts haven't had that in some years. And, like, if 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 Matt Ryan goes down, like, you have Nick Foles. Like, last year when Carson Wentz got hurt, they didn't have anybody. They are putting, like, Jacob Eason. They have, like, Sam Ellinger. Now you have Nick Foles, who's, like, probably, like, the best backup in the league. Um, yeah, so what are your thoughts on the Colts? Uh, yeah, I agree with you what you said right here. They don't have good wide receiver tight end depth. I think that's always been their issue. They've always needed like a solid tight end. You can't rely on Mo Ali Cox every single time. 
you know, and uh, like Michael Pittman is their best receiver. He's a really good receiver. I just think he kind of a little bit more than that. But like, this is your fourth straight year with the fourth different quarterback. And I think this is the first time where I can see the quarterback being for being there for more than a year. You know, it's not more just like a fill-in gap. I think if he like does well, he'll be there. That's what we thought with Carson Wentz. But I think like I don't think Carson Wentz has. I don't think Matt Ryan has the same issues that Carson Wentz has. You know, he's always been a guy that's like been solid. He just needs the help around him. So I think he's gonna be great for the Colts. Obviously, you still have top two running back in the league and Jonathan Taylor. Ola and Salah, your defense is going to be insane this year. You know, it's more just like, is Matt Ryan have enough people to throw to? It's going to be a lot of relying on Jonathan Taylor, but like not as much as last year. You don't have to overload him because you don't have to like cover Carson Wentz. You can rely on Matt Ryan. It's more like, can the receivers and tight ends make the plays this year? Yeah, I think like the, the honestly, like they're going to go as far as like Matt Ryan, uh, like takes them um like it, it, in terms of like playoffs like yeah it's just gonna have to be matt ryan playing really well i mean i think the one thing that was interesting in that philip rivers year was like even back then like the receivers weren't all that great like they're not like that much different than what they had now it was just like matt or philip rivers was just like making them like he just played in such a way that like brought the best out of the receivers that he had so like, the colts need like matt ryan to do that for sure um and it like they'll be tested right like the Colts like their division might be like a cakewalk for them but they also play like the AFC West which is like probably like the hardest division to play against this year um like that that division is stacked so like we'll get a good test of how good the Colts are and like how they fare with like the AFC West and and, like teams like that right because that that'll be like the true test like if I think if they can like win if they can go two and two against like the AFC West then I think that's like a really good sign for like the Colts, uh, like division chances and playoff chances as a whole. But yeah, I mean, I, I think like this is like probably like one of the at least like from my thinking right now, like they should be like the favorites to win the division uh, for sure. I mean, they, they're they like they have the fifth easiest schedule because I think you have the AFC East this year also. You have the AFC West, AFC East, so it cancels out. Right. So then I mean, no, sorry, not the AFC, sorry, the NFC East. The NFC East also this year. The NFC East and the AFC West, they cancel out. But then it's more just like whatever you have left over. It's like the AFC South. So it shouldn't be that. Houston and Jacksonville, you should start off 2-0. and And then you play uh, Kansas City and, T- and Tennessee. You know, you probably split those games right there. And then you're like off. The 3-1 start to the season is a pretty good start, you know. So um, and I, I think as far as the whole A.J. Brown, like, fearful thing, I think it's more so like, that's more so because Derrick Henry is so so good that like you're you're pushing all your pressure and like worry on Derrick Henry that like you let those plays in the back go. So I think that's more to credit to Derrick Henry more than AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill. That's just how I feel. But um, bro, yeah, I agree, bro. The Colts should win the division. Like this should be the year. Uh, they they have uh, upgraded every position almost from last year. And like you said, if they like if Matt Ryan goes down, you have Nick Foles who can like definitely make. They could definitely at least take you to um the playoffs. I'm really high on the Colts this year. Like you'll see later on where I have them, but like I think they're gonna be a really good team this year. Yeah, it's exciting for me at least <laughs> after last year. Hopefully, um we'll see, we'll see. Um, but yeah, let's move on to like probably like the best division, one of the best divisions, uh, maybe the no, best division in football it is the this best. year. It is the best. It is the best, right? Yeah. 
the AFC West is going to be a huge, like an insane bloodbath. Um, so the Chargers last year, they finished nine and eight. Uh, they missed the playoffs just barely. Uh, they added JC Jackson, one of the best cornerbacks. They added Khalil Mack. They extended Mike Williams. Um, and the question for this team is, can they finally break through and make the playoffs? Right? Like Justin Herbert has been like playing like out of his mind. Like he's, like every year you're just like dang like how like this kid is like really good and he's like so young and he he's ascending like the league like he's definitely like a like what do you think like probably like a top 5 top 10 quarterback yeah. right yeah, now top top 5 um, top 5 yeah yeah like he he's playing at an insane level but like you have to make the playoffs right like i think this will be his what like third year now like he he has to get there now like his team is just like too good to like not make the playoffs it's never i know like last fault, year like they were so close saying. but never been his what? fault it's never been his fault yeah yeah i agree yeah. i don't think it's been his fault either yeah, yeah we'll go ahead sorry but yeah like I, I mean like the the just like the additions they have like they added this year is like monstrous though like jc jackson like he was like didn't he like lead the league in interceptions like last year and like khalil mack is like a turnover machine so like i just have to think like if if those two guys like together can like get justin herbert the ball more like they're gonna win a, a ton of games like they should they should just break through this year and like this should be their year to like win this division if not like guarantee they should be making the playoffs like if they don't make the playoffs after this year like i think that's like a huge disappointment i would say yeah, i mean the first herbert's first year he was back up to tyra taylor until like tyra taylor got attacked by the charges right and then uh Herbert got his chance and then, like, they kind of skated through because Anthony Lynn was, like, the worst coach I've ever seen be a coach. So, and then the last year, Brandon Staley, like, he is a very, very, very aggressive coach. I don't I don't know if he kind of fits uh, Herbert's kind of play style. Like, Herbert is not kind of aggressive player. He's like a pocket player, runs when he needs to and gets the job done. But he's really good at what he does. So, Brandon Staley, I'm pretty sure he went for the most fourth downs in NFL history, obviously, because it's like we go for more now. But he he led the league and go for the most fourth downs last year, right? So he's a very aggressive coach, and we even saw it in like the um, end of the game, like the last game last season, how they missed the playoffs. He kind of always went for it, um, even like early in the first quarter and second quarter. So that's what I'm kind of always shaky on. Like I don't know how I like their coaching and if he fits this kind of this ascendance of Justin Herbert. That's my only issue with it. But as far as pure talent goes, like. Keenan Allen, top 10 receiver in the league. Mike Williams, like, probably one of the best, like, like second uh, second tier uh, receivers. Their defense should be a lot better this year, you know. And then, Ke- um, what's his name? Uh, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is, like, a really good uh, running back, of course. Like, probably one of the best pass catching running backs in the league. So, like, they have the talent. You know, it's more like just the dumb mistakes at the end of games. Like, you cannot be losing games to the Texans. In the at like week twelve, you know that's a game. Yeah, that's you have terrible. To win. <laughs> Team, that's that's a game you have to win, man. Like you can't do stuff like that. And that's a lot of coaching. Like a lot, they lost a lot of games with just bad coaching. Like going for it when you shouldn't be going for it at all, you know. And like so, I think if they can figure that out, Vance Daly can like chill out on the fourth down calls. It should be uh, it should be good. Um, of course, it is a hard division, bro. Like you're playing, they're playing like. The Broncos, the Raiders, and Chiefs. You're playing six games against these guys, you know. So like, just to go three and three, that's like yeah, that's, that's like good. That's good to go three and three, you know. So, I, I, I mean, I, I haven't made the playoffs. I don't know about winning the division, but they should make the playoffs this year. And I, I agree. Like, if they don't do it again this year, like it's again, it's probably not even be on Herbert. It's just like, bro, like, is something wrong with your coaching or this this franchise is just cursed? Because like, 
the Chargers are basically like the Clippers of the NBA. Like no matter what you do, <laughs> no matter what you do to this team, they're just not gonna find a way to push through. Yeah, if that happens this year, then I'll I'll, I'll agree with that take. <laughs> um, yeah. So moving on, like uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they finished last year twelve and five. Their main moves: they traded away Tyree Kill, they added Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling from the Packers to replace him. Um, so like the main question for them is like how does the offense look like after losing one of their biggest weapons over the past few years, right? Like Tyreek Hill, he he like defined like he was like defined their offense pretty much. Like it was just Mahomes to Hill or like Mahomes to Kelsey. And like I don't know, like the main scary thing about them was like Ty- it was like you had to go up against Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, right? And now, like, it's only Travis Kelsey. Like, I like Juju. I think MBS is, like, decent, too. But, like, these are, like, wide receiver twos. Or, like, Juju, I think, is, like, a good wide receiver two. Um, And MBS, like, I think he's, like, a good wide receiver three. But, like, none of those guys are Tyreek Hill. Like, Tyreek Hill is just different. Like, I think Juju will actually be, like, pretty productive in this offense. But like Tyreek Hill was like a like a game breaker. Like that man was a threat to score anytime he touched the football. Um, so I think like Mahomes will still be fine. Like he like I don't like I don't know why. I think people are like expecting like some sort of regression from Patrick Mahomes, but like he's Patrick Mahomes. Like I would never doubt that man. Um, even like last year, like they looked terrible in the beginning of the year. Then like suddenly he just figured his shit out and he's like suddenly like looks like a god again. So like I think like no matter what situation you put him in, like Mahomes can figure it out. But, like, I would say, like, the main thing in losing Tyreek Hill is, like, it's probably, like, your Super Bowl, like, chances take a hit. But, again, like, I still would, like, I'm not going to, like, they're definitely making the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Again, I don't know if they'll win the division or be, like, wild card. But, like, they'll guaranteed win, like, make the playoffs. I would just bet that right now. I mean, I've told you about this before. Like, how disappointed I was in the franchise of trading with Tyreek Hill. Like, I don't care what you do. You pay a player like that, especially when you have the talent around him. You have the best quarterback in the league. You have the best tight end in the league, you know, and you you pay this guy. And they don't want to pay him. And they traded him away. And, like, now you're, like, costing a dynasty, bro. Like, you had a good four or five years with this roster competing for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl every single year. It's good they have a ring. So, at least they're not, they wouldn't go as one of those teams that don't they don't get a ring. At least they have a ring. But they were supposed to be scary. They're supposed to be the Warriors of the um of the NFL but and now you kind of fumble the bag on that and now you're kind of just like everyone else in the AFC like I would say I don't, would you agree with me if Tyreek Hill was still on this roster there on a tier higher than everyone else yeah AFC? I would put them like yeah I would put them like as like locks probably to like get to like the AFC championship low-key <laughs> yeah they're, they're like a separate tier by themselves and then and then there's everyone else right like maybe the Bills are there too but like yeah, she's approving it over. And yeah, over I'd again. put the bill. Maybe the bills would be in that tier. Yeah, but the, like approved- last year, the bills went neck and neck with them. Yeah, but the Chiefs have put in a year, year in and year out, right? So I think that also last year, I feel like he didn't have that much O line help. I know, like the Super Bowl, uh, he had issues against Tampa, and they didn't really shore that up. So I think he kind of had a lot of PTSD in the beginning of the season. Like there's a lot of weird interceptions that he was making because I think he get pressured yeah, a lot. Yeah, I agree. I never knew. I never thought he could throw some picks like that. He would be getting he just pressured. Like confused. He, he would get pressured a lot, and he would just get scared because like he's never had to deal with that. You know, he just he just threw the ball away, he just turned the Carson once every single play. Uh, so I, I think, but after that, they kind of figured it out. They got the ball rolling, and the Chiefs became the Chiefs, and they still somehow won the division. 
So I don't know if that's more. The Carson Wentz jokes are just so funny. <laughs> I don't know if that's more like good on the Chiefs or bad on the Chargers for blowing that. But I think like yeah, like they should. They they're definitely locked to make the playoffs as long as everyone stays healthy. Best uh, best tight end, best quarterback in the league. Uh, yeah, they don't have the number one guy. Juju's not a number one guy. He's proven a year in a year out. He was really good in his years in in Pittsburgh when Antonio Brown was there. So he relishes a number two. But you're not that number one guy, you know. So um, they I don't know if how their playoff outlook is gonna be. But you do have a good coach, of course. The NFL playoffs, you can you can do anything. Like if you have luck on your side, you can make it through. But as far as like the regular season, they should they should definitely be locked as a playoffs. I think they should at least be a like they should at least be the best wild card team, or they should win the division, right? So, um, but as far as like their future goes, they fumbled the bag, man. They messed up a lot of Super Bowls, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Nah, it's but it's it, like it makes the AFC like super interesting though. Without this, if without this move, like I don't think the AFC would be as interesting as it is. Um, yeah, it's like the NBA yeah, with the mean, Warriors, the... right? So it's like every year they're gonna make it. Yeah. Right? So I guess like they traded like away KD. Yeah, KD yeah. leaves or something. Yeah, it's more balanced, but like. I mean, as far as if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're in that organization, you're like, damn, bro, we could have been so good for so long. Yeah, they should have just paid him. I don't care how much. I don't care how much he's asking for, bro. Like, you you have the best quarterback and the best tight end. I keep saying this because they are at facts. And you have a top yeah. five receiver. And he's he's like, he's not even like a, like a normal receiver, like a DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams. He's, he's so versatile because of his speed. So he can just change games at an instant. Because like, like players yeah. like Devontae Adams and uh, Hopkins, if they're not going, they're not going for the game. You, you like they're not. That's it. The game's kind of over for them. Like if they're hot in that game, they're hot. If they're cold in that game, you probably don't have them for the rest of the game. But Tyreek Hill, he could be cold, but then he just makes one huge play down the line, and now your whole field opens up, right? And then you have yeah, Mahomes making true. those dots. So like that's, he he changes the games. It's it's crazy, and you lose a player like that. It's it's so bad. But um, yeah, <laughs> they should they should they'll be good this year. Hopefully they like find, they develop someone, they sign someone in free agency next year to make it good. But they're, they're locked to make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, so, um, I mean the other two teams are pretty interesting too, right? So, like, there's like the Raiders. They finished ten and seven. Uh, they traded for Devonte Adams, extended Hunter Renfro. They signed Chandler Jones. Uh. So, like, their team is pretty insane right now, too. Like, if you just look at, like, their receiving threats, like, I don't know, like, if you just take, like, the top three receiving threats from each team, like, I think they probably have the best if you put Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller. Like, who's better than that? No one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think there's three. Like, if you took, like, the, the top three from each team, like, who's better than that? No one. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Uh, Rams? Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Tyler, Tyler Higby. I think that's the that's the, on top of my head. It's the best. That's thing like the of. closest, but yeah, like that's the best thing I can think of. Yeah, but Tyler Higby is like a level below. And Waller, yeah. But cool, yeah, 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 and yeah. yeah. And Hunter Renfro is like filthy, dude. That man is crazy. Like he's so underrated. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. Um, yeah. So last season they yeah ten and seven. I, I mean, like this is. See, all the teams in this division, like, should make the playoffs. But, like, the fact of the matter is there is no way all four teams can. I would be shocked if all four teams make the playoffs. It's possible, but not really. I guess it is possible because of this new wild card, uh, like, format shit. But, like, that would be insane. 
Like, the thing is, like, the way that the AFC is set up, like, some good team is missing the playoffs. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, there's going to be, like, actually not some. Like, probably a couple of good teams will be ma- ma- missing the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so. And in this division, you're, like, beating each other up, you know? Like, you have six games against everyone else. And, like, yeah. no one's going 5-1, and 6-0. and You're at best going 4-2 and two and probably most likely 3-3 three and three or 2-4, and four, you know? So, like, you're going to keep beating each other up, so you're losing games right there. So it's hard to even, like, be a top seed in the conference, let alone make the playoffs, right? But yeah, as, I agree. As um, far as the Raiders go, like, I mean, yeah, probably, probably the really good receiving core. I just think, like, Josh Jacobs was kind of shaky, shaky to me. It's not consistently uh, good at what he does. But, like, their defense got better. Their car has always been those guys, like, bro, just get him some help. Let him be healthy, and he can he can do good for you. I, I don't know how I feel about the Josh McDaniels move. Like I said, I'm not a biggest I'm not the biggest fan of the Josh McDaniels move, because uh, now he goes from offensive coordinator to the head coaching position. So we'll see how he does in that role. But um, they had that whole like drama with uh, John Gruden and everything, and they made a run to yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, crazy. Made a run to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think the main difference is like their defense is just like not as good as like the Chargers or Broncos defense. Yeah. Which is like pretty huge. But like the offensive firepower is insane, bro. Like that they have. It's like it's like so hard to like rank these teams, right? And then like we could just talk about the Broncos too. Like they finished seven and ten last season. Um and they traded for Russell Wilson. Like I don't know what else you have to say. Like they like Russell Wilson is like there's like he's like the sole thing that, that you have to mention for their offseason. Um they lost like, Noah Fant, though. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, Noah Fant and Drew Locke in that trade. Um, yeah, I mean, like, their receivers, like, Jerry Judy, like, Cortland Sutton. Um, and, like, you'll see, like, how good these guys really are. Um, and, and I think, like, Russell Wilson will really, like, unlock those two. Because, like, I think those two are, like, really good receivers. But they've just been, like, like they've been playing with, like, Drew Locke, who just got traded to the Seahawks. And then, like, lost his job to Geno Smith. So, like, we've definitely been not able to see, like, what their true potential is. Um, and, like, now we're going to find out what that is, like, right now. Um, you know, as soon we're going to figure out their true potential. But, like, yeah, the, the Broncos, like, I think I kind of like them a little bit better b- because of their defense. Um, what do you think? I mean, the Broncos are always that team that was always a quarterback away. They've always had the talent to go around him. To go around like that team, they've always had a good defense. They've always had pretty good receiving cores. They just needed a uh, quarterback. And, of course, there's rumors of, like, Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun. And eventually, they just ended up with Russ. So, I mean, I – so, we're we're both saying the Chargers and Chiefs are going to make the playoffs because they're just both overall better teams, right? So, when it comes down to these two teams, I like the Raiders' receiving core better. And I like the Raiders' as an overall – like, I, the Broncos have a better defense. I like the Raiders receiver core better, and I like because he already has a year under the belt where, like, Russell is coming into this as a new player, has to develop chemistry with everyone, you know? So that's kind of my issue with it. Like, they're going to be that last team that tries to sneak into the playoffs, but I don't have them making it. I have the Raiders getting in over them. Cause just because it's, like, again, like, this AFC is insanely hard. This vision is going to be hard, and I think the Broncos are missing – they don't have the talent that the Raiders do, at least on the offensive side. Yeah, it's it's confusing, man. I'm like flip flopping. I'm literally like flip flop like my predictions like hella times. Uh, 
<laughs> like I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I think I'm gonna flip back. I'm gonna flip up back to what it was before. Um, you also you, mentioned. You convinced me. You also mentioned um the Raiders receiving. Imagine if they had Henry Ruggs if he wasn't a murderous. Uh... Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> holy shit, dude. They'd have like the best receiving core in the league then. But they might already. Henry Ruggs is your fourth guy with this roster. He's easily yeah. like a number one and number two in a lot of places, like a lot of middling teams. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but um... man, that idiot. But yeah, bro. I I don't know. I have. I think the Raiders get it done. I think the Broncos are a year away. I don't. I don't know how I feel about like like I like Tim Patrick. Like is um like Jerry Judy Sutton. But it's it's hard to like compare it to Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. And I don't think the defensive difference is that much of an. Yeah, upgrade. I think Tim Patrick actually got hurt though. Like he tore his ACL or some oh. shit. Like uh. In early August, oh, yeah, he's I, out for the year. Yeah, ex- exactly. So like, you're losing him for the year. So now, like, he was insanely good last year with, and he was getting the ball from Drew Locke, you know. So now, imagine what he could have done with Russ. So like, he was probably their second best receiver. So now you're going with now you don't even have him. So now, like, I don't think the defensive uh, difference from the Raiders to Broncos is that big of a deal versus the offensive difference. So that's kind of why the Raiders going in. I see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we let let's get into our predictions now. Um, damn. So okay, so we this both have like the Bills first. Yeah. yeah, it was it was so uncomfortable like making these. I think the division. Yeah, like I think like okay, there's like three division winners that me and Kailash all agree on: Bills, Bengals, and Colts. So I have Bills one, Bengals two, Colts three. Kailash has Bills one, Colts two, Bengals three. Then after that is just a mess. <laughs> so so is it, uh, we have all seven teams is the same. The number one seed is the same, but then two through two and three are flipped. Four and five flipped. Six and seven are flipped. So that's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, so. I think like whatever team wins the AFC West will probably end up as the four seed. Yeah, because they play the rest of the AFC West, so their record will be worse. But that doesn't mean they're like the real fourth seed. Like the team that wins the AFC West might actually be like equal to like the one or two seed in terms of like how good the team actually is. Yeah, I agree. In that, my opinion. Because like if you that. win that division, that means like you've gone through like a war and come out victorious. <laughs> like So okay, so why do you have the Bengals above the Colts? Uh I mean, I don't know. I just like don't really yeah, actually, I don't know. I think like because the Colts play the AFC West, right? So I haven't really checked well, the Bengals' the NFC schedule. East. Uh, NFC like, East is three, four easy wins. Three easy wins. Don't forget that. Who the Colts? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I I'm just not, like I'm don't not really. You to change. I'm asking you to change. I'm just wondering why. Now, as a Colts fan, like I just like don't know if I trust them though. That's the thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 as I a Colts is... fan, like I just feel like they'll blow like some wins that they should have had. And, like, because of that, they'll end up as, like, three. But in all honesty, you're right. With, like, how easy their schedule is, like, they should, like, actually be able to make a run at the two seed. Like, if they make a run at the two seed, then I'll be shocked. Then I, I would say, like, the team is better than I imagined that they could be. Um, I just, like, feel like knowing the Colts, like, they'll blow some, like, random-ass, like, lot. Like, they'll have some game that they should have won that they'll end up losing. And because of that, like, they'll end up as, like, the three seed. But I still would take them to win, like, more games than whoever comes out of the AFC West. Just because, like, again, that division is a bloodbath. So, okay, so like, I think they will finish third. 
this is my logic. So if you're going with that logic, that's because that's the same logic I follow for the AFC West. I'm doing for the same thing with AFC North. That's also a harder division than the AFC East or, or South, right? So my my thinking was AFC East, AFC South. You have five easy wins in that division, so you should be the top. Two oh, teams. I see. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, right? that makes sense. AFC North, you're playing. The Ravens are gonna be tough. Browns gonna be tough. The Steelers are gonna be tough. Every every game, every game you play, right? So that's kind of my thinking. So I mean, that at that point, you can even argue that the Bengals could be the four, and then the the, the AFC West winner is a three seed, right? Just because, yeah, like, most yeah. Teams, yeah. So that's why I have the Bills and Colts higher up because you're playing easier teams every game. Because because the Colts, you have five wins locked up. You should go two and zero. I mean, okay, maybe you should go two and zero versus the Titans and Texans, and then go one on one with the Jags. That's what the Colts season's gonna <laughs> be. Yeah, we're now. Nah, I'll be so pissed if they lose to the Jaguars again. Bro. I'll like literally just like not stop watching the season after that point. Like I cannot take another loss to the Jaguars. The Colts but... will go sixteen and one and lose that one game in Jacksonville. <laughs> I don't know why they just can't play there. But like, yeah, like, dude, just like think about like how much more we're like debating our playoffs. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if I said the rest of the teams, but yeah, I have Chargers four, I have Chiefs five, I have Raiders six, and Ravens seven. Kailash has Chiefs four, Chargers five, Ravens six, Raiders seven. Um, so yeah, it's like the same teams, but they're like flip flopped uh, from the four and five seed and the six and seven seed. But but it's interesting that uh, it's the same seven teams because with like okay, so who would you have outside? Like the Broncos, Broncos like right outside. Yeah, I would say Broncos. Um, one Miami, of the Steelers or the Browns and Miami, yeah, Miami yeah. and probably the Titans too. The, I think the Titans would be like decently close. Yeah. So yeah, I think we both agree at least those teams won't make the playoffs based on how we feel right now, right? Just because, like, I think they're they're all yeah, like but a... I wouldn't be shocked. I I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, because like I don't know, like this is like all seems like nice and like logistical, right? But like you yeah. know, injuries like are always a thing, right? It's like I don't know. What if like Lamar gets hurt again or something, or like let's say like like Lamar's like contract disputes, like I don't know, like cause him to play bad or some shit. Like I don't I mean, know. Not even injuries, just like underperformance, overperformance by players. You know, like that. Like the, yeah. You know, like yeah. like the Bengals making the playoffs last year was was a huge surprise. So that's why I'm just surprised that we have the same seven teams because that usually doesn't happen. But these are probably the seven best talented teams, right? On like yeah, on I think paper. that's where that's how we got to this. Yeah, and like the other teams are like right there, but it's like a piece or two away. Yeah, like if you choose like the Titans or some shit, like if you choose like one of those like outside teams that we just mentioned, you're like assuming that they're gonna like overperform for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only argument you're making was the Raiders and Broncos, and you said you're going back. Yeah, and forth. that I I was like really I could not decide between the Raiders and the Broncos, bro. I really could not, but I, I mean, yeah, yeah. the thing is, I don't know. Like, I just like don't. I'm not like too familiar with like how good the defenses are on both of these teams, because uh, I don't know. Like, they've been like average teams for like the past couple years. Uh, I guess like the the Raiders have been like a little bit better, but like I think that's more so because of like Derek Carr and the offense, not because of their defense. But I mean, it's surprising we have the Ravens making it in there too. I mean, both of us just because like Lamar has no help, like he should still somehow figure yeah. out a way. But it's still it. like Lamar, bro. Like if he's healthy, like they like even like last year, like they even without Lamar, like it like they had to win like one game to make it, and they lost like every single game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Tyler Huntley couldn't do the like, job. They were close to making it. Tyler Huntley wasn't good enough. Yeah, but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's exciting. 
Right. I mean, this is like the, this. The NFL season is not even the NFL season to me. It's just the AFC season. I could care less about <laughs> yeah. the NFC. Like, I had yeah, way yeah, more fun talking about this conference than that conference. That was such a boring. Yes, thing, and- that was just horrendous. Like, <laughs> there's not that many teams where we're like in this conference. We're like, okay, yeah, lottery pick. We only said that about the Texans, Jaguars, and like uh, the Jets and maybe Patriots, and not, and not really the Patriots, right? So we, was, we said about three nah, teams. we didn't even say nah. We didn't say that for the Patriots. Yeah, so yeah just, just three, team, three teams, and not, not even the Jets. So I mean, the Jets kind of right. So just two or three teams were saying they're like lottery picks. Everyone else is like competitive, and they should be competitive this year. Yeah, or like they're like interesting, like they could be competitive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah the AFC is gonna be fun to watch this year for sure. Um, who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I, I, in the conference then. What? Yeah. Oh, winning the conference? Yeah. Uh damn! I don't know. I'm gonna say whoever comes out of the AFC West, man. Like damn, interesting. Damn. I just think like that team will be like really good at that point. Like, I like because you know how like in in AFC it's like okay like. Or in the playoffs, like it's like whoever's like hot at the right time, right? And I feel like whoever wins that division, like by a def- like just by like in its nature, like that team will be like getting hot around that time. Right, that's a good point. Like that, that's that's very fair. But it's like like the Chargers, I don't know. And the Chiefs without uh, Nah, I wouldn't choose the Chargers. The Chiefs without Tyreek, I don't know. I just feel like. Eh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is the year the Bills break through, Loki. Yeah, I mean, this so, is their time. I, 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 you, this is their time. You're running on the logic of like last year, the NFC West. They had, they had like the toughest division, right? So like they like they like got the win last week, and then it got hot at the end. You know? Yeah. Rams got those. The Rams, yeah. So it's like that logic is kind of what you're saying. But um, yeah, yeah. I have the Bills. I think the Bills. I think this is the year. Like, I wouldn't be surprised of a. Bills Colts championship game. That's how I see it kind of. That would out. be insane, bro. Like that's, that's probably like, <laughs> it probably won't work that way because I'm saying it. But um, I, I I did see the Rams coming off an NFC. Insane because they've actually played each other. Like they played each other in the playoffs in that Philip Rivers year. They played each other last year too. Like that'd be like the third year playing each other. Wait, what do you mean they played each other last year? Like they in the regular season they played each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, oh yeah. So I guess, I guess because you don't play them that often, right? Or whatever it is. Every yeah, every it's year. like a lot of it's like a lot of matchups uh, for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, but um, I think this is the Bills year. They gotta get it done this year, man. Um, like I have. Yeah, like this is their opportunity to strike. I was saying, I said Bills Bucks in 2020. I said Bills Bucks in 2021, and. Um, no, sorry, I said Bills, Bucks, twenty twenty, Bills, Rams, twenty twenty one, and then this year I guess I gotta do Bills, Rams again. But I think this year it actually happens, uh, and I uh, I have the Bills winning it all. I would say. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I'll think about my prediction more, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> but I mean, it's just probably not. There's like no way that happens. If, if that is, yeah, yeah, it's if that is, we don't have, ever have to do this podcast again. We don't ever have to work again in our life, and we're gonna go live in the Maldives. That would make that <laughs> yeah. bet right now. Damn, all right, do it. <laughs> it's just not happening, all man. Right. <laughs>
There's just no yeah. way. But it, it makes so much sense on paper. It's like, I right, yeah, Bills, Rams, but... Yeah, but that never happens in football. Yeah. Everything that makes sense on... But then it's also happens. so hard in the beginning, like, before the season to predict anything else. Like, it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, I could definitely see the Raiders going to the Super Bowl versus the Saints. Like, it is, like, you know, but that could easily be the Super Bowl just because, like, that's how sports works. But you can't th- you can't think about it like that before the season. It doesn't make sense in your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think I'm good on this uh, AFC preview. Do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, and no, I'm sorry everyone that they don't have a Valentine's Day uh, conversation to listen to this time around. But uh, hope at least that was entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Um, sorry, I don't have anything. But yeah, back. I think we'll get up. I think we'll continue. I probably after like the first week of the season now. I guess we're uh, doing probably do so weekly, it'll be like the week one recap. Yeah, weekly episodes. I think probably like Tuesday. Yeah, weekly episodes once the season starts. We'll have a lot to recap. Probably Tuesday um, recording or something after Monday Night Football or something like that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right, super well, excited, man. It's gonna be a good year. I mean, if yeah, everyone was, be hype. everyone was not a Patriots fan, but yeah. Nah, you're gassing, but it'll be all right. Competitive, but maybe playoffs. Nah, man, I, I got my rings, man. I'm got. I, I'm good for like the rest of my life. They don't ever have to win another championship. Okay? Yeah, honestly, you've been spoiled <laughs> too much. Like, like all right, guys, when we'll they talk to you. when they won in uh, right, when they won in 2019, right, the 2018 season. I was like, like I didn't feel anything. I was like, all right, whatever, it's cool, feels nice. You know. There's no reason anyone should be that numb to winning a championship. <laughs> That's how but it here felt, we have man. That's how it felt. As, like it was... the one percenters of the world. I just felt like a rich man who just bought another car. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, cool. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb, bro. I hate that. All right. Okay. I'm ending this. All right.